Hello, beloved in the Lord. You're about to hear a sermon that will bless you forever. This sermon is coming from the Greater House Chapel International by the founder and senior pastor, Reverend Philip K. Osei. Stay tuned and be blessed. It's a month of service. I want to let you know that God has a reason for keeping you alive. Hallelujah. There's a reason why you are still alive today. There's a reason why when you became born again, you did not just vamoose or disappear into thin air and you are still here. There's a reason for that. God, for everything he does, has a purpose and a reason attached to it. And one of those reasons that God has kept you and I alive is for us to serve him. So this month be our month of service is to bring you to this awareness in case you have forgotten that there's a reason why God is keeping you alive. Glory be to God. And this morning, I'm preaching something I have a title, The Profitability of Service. The Profitability of Service. The Profitability of Service. Say to your brother, it's profitable to serve God. Say it's profitable to serve God. Say it is profitable to serve God. Say it's profitable. Serving God is profitable. Say it's serving God is profitable. You must understand that like Joshua, you need to make a choice. As to who you will serve this day. And I want your choice to be like Joshua's own. Who says, as for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. Because Joshua knew that there is so much profit attached to serving God. And can I submit to you today that whether you like it or not, everybody here is serving somebody or something. Hallelujah. You are serving something. You are serving somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says when God, when the time came that God will bring deliverance to the Israelites, he sent Moses, which is a type of Christ. And don't forget, they were under captivity in a bondage ruled by a man or a god called Pharaoh, which is a type of the devil. So when it was due that God will bring his people out, Pharaoh resisted with so much strength. And you, you understand what really happened? I mean, God had to just give signs upon signs upon signs. Finally, Pharaoh had no choice than to let the people of God go. That is to say that as you are here, Satan will contend with you. Satan doesn't want you to serve God. Satan will fight your willingness to serve God. And it's a fight that you must make sure that you win the fight. Other than that, you would, you would definitely have to serve something. And I don't want you to serve the devil. And I love the, 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 the statement that Moses and Aaron made unto Pharaoh. He said, let my people go 
they may serve me. Let my people go so that they may what? Let's read Exodus chapter 10. Verse 3. Then we'll know what he said. Let's read together. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Let your word come forward with power. Let your word minister to us. Open our eyes of understanding. Let your word bring illumination unto us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. My, my focus this morning is let my people go that they may send me. I, I was thinking the statement will be let my people go. But you understand that God had to God had to attach something to the release. And what he attached is that they must not just go. They must go for a reason. They must go for a purpose. They must go for a reason. And that reason is that, that they may serve me. And don't forget, prior to that statement, prior to that, the people had already been in captivity serving Pharaoh. Building monuments. How? They could give them taskmasters. They would work like laborers. Doing things. Oh, Jesus. Then God now brought a statement. The word of God says, you not understand. You see, sometimes we read the word, we don't understand. It's very simple. They were serving Pharaoh. Building, doing all those things. For God. For the devil. And then God now came in. He said, it's time for them to go. It's time for them to go. It's time for them to go. And now God now says, they are going, but they are going for a reason. The reason is that they must go and serve me. That is to say that God's purpose for their deliverance is for service. Oh, if you are clapping, clap. when you are sick and God wants to heal your body, it's not that God will heal your body and wear nice clothes. It's not that God will keep your body healthy and go to the saloon and look good. It's okay. But the overall purpose that God will keep you healthy is so that you will use this body to serve God. Ah, you didn't get it. The reason why God opened the door for you to come to UPSA is not that you will have a certificate. It's that when you come to UPSA, you will serve God over there. That's the reason. There's a reason for that. There's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason why you are still alive. 
You are alive because God wants to save him. And if you are not, if you don't appreciate and understand that purpose, you will abuse it. That's why my spouse said, and, and, anything that is not understood, abuse is inevitable. So you are here. The primary purpose is for you to serve God. Oh, finally, when, 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 when everything was done and it's okay, okay, you can go. Then, 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 then Pharaoh said, okay, you can go, but leave your donkey, leave your sheep, leave all those things down. And you there, go. <laughs> and Moses, being smart, said, oh boy, we are going and we will not leave our donkeys. We are going to serve God with our donkey as well. We will serve God with our sheep as well. We will serve God with our oxen as well. Everything about us will serve God. Therefore, we are not only going, we are going with all our belongings. Can I announce to you that whatever God has given you is for service. It's for service. The money God has given you is so that you will serve God with it. Oh, it's not to chase women about for, for oh no no. The money is not to chase women, or it's not to serve your own interests to buy dresses and to think about yourself and to think about all your family and to think about yourself. No, it the purpose of God's blessing is so that you use the blessing to serve him. Now, now, hear me, hear me, church, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. God did not hesitate to give Abraham an Isaac because he knew giving Abraham an Isaac, anytime he placed a demand, Abraham will give it to him. Oh, let, let me say it another way. Let me say it another way. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. Let me say it. I love the testimony God gave about Abraham. He said to Abraham, I know Abraham. He will command his children after me. I know Abraham. Oh, I pray that God will say that after, after you. Amen. I pray that God will say, I know, I know my son, Stephen, that as he's in that hostel called UPS hostel, he's there to serve me over there. Amen. I know. I know. So when God gave Abraham an Isaac, God gave Abraham and Isaac because he knew that any time he asked for Isaac, Abraham would give unto him. And you understand, when he asked for Isaac, Abraham did not even dispute with God just a second. He only just gave. And, and, and that's the reason why even he and the wife had separate. Because Sarah didn't understand why God is old, the only Wabresan. God said, Ah! So at the time Sarah dies, Sarah was living somewhere, Abraham was living somewhere. Because of this misunderstanding. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. You want a car, what is the purpose for asking for a car? You want a job, what is the purpose for asking for a job? You want a husband, what is the purpose for asking for that husband? If the purpose of asking for a husband, a job, a visa, or money, and breakthrough, and favor is for service, I guarantee you, God will give it unto you. 
God give it to you. But if the purpose of having a husband is for your own glorification and your own enjoyment. And how do we know it? We get to know it. They are in the prayer meeting, fasting. God, I need a husband. God, I need a husband. They did the marriage two months to stop coming to church. Oh, I, I, I fasted so many years, I know. I, I told myself, hey, hey, nothing in this thing will surprise Nothing in this will surprise me because I've seen everything. I've seen things, I'm telling you. I've seen things. You get people, they say, hey, I finished school, I want a job. You pray, you fast. They get a job. Thomas, they stop coming to church. I said, you know, pastor, I'm busy of late. We close late. We close late. By the time we close, uh, traffic, the traffic is so, the traffic is so, uh, sometimes my, my breath. How? Someone say, myself, my donkey, my oxen, they will all serve God. Oh, I say, myself, my donkey, my oxen, they will all serve God. They get a job. They start giving excuses. Excuses. Primarily, they will not come. The day they will come, they will come very late. And sometimes I thank God for Satan. <laughs> I know you say, What is this man of God saying? Sometimes I thank God for Satan. Because some people, if Satan has not show up small, they will not serve God. <laughs> so, so by the time Satan is, is, so if Satan is going to be hanging around for, I would say that, and Satan left him for a while. So, so at that time that Satan is still with them, oh, prayer meeting will be coming. Fasting, they will fast. Prayers, they will pray. Uh -huh, because Satan is around. I wanted to come out and be like that Christian that says whether in good times or in bad times my service is God is unquestionable. Nothing can question it. I will serve God with my money. Can I submit to you that whatever God has given you the purpose as we see in the scripture is so that you can serve God with it. The beauty God has given you is to serve God. It's not to charm men. It's to serve God with it. So then when the men come, they say, I like you, so come on, Jesus loves you. <laughs> I was like, hey! Jemima, hey, hey. when Jesus loves you, let's go to church. So, 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 so when they come, then the Holy Ghost will talk to me now. Hit over there. Yeah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Yeah. But when the 
they come and tell you, yeah, I love you. So can we go to KFC? KFC now in the local. Oh, look at you. You have lost your focus. KFC. Who found the bus? What KFC? Praise God. Tell us, I will serve the Lord. Tell us, I will serve the Lord. Tell us, I will serve the Lord. I read this something this morning and it, it shook me. And, and please, the, the, I believe the word of God. It is true. God says, if you will not serve me, I will give you unto Satan to serve Satan. So, there are two ways. Either you are serving God or you are serving Satan. There are two ways. There are two ways. Either you are serving God or you are serving Satan. There are two ways. You cannot be neutral. Say, I cannot be neutral. neutral. Oh, there's nothing called neutrality over here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. amen, amen. And it's so important that as Christians, we must understand that we have been called, saved to serve God. So, somebody will say, Papa, what are you talking about? Service. What are you service? Service, service. Is he, is he, is he? I don't know whether the, the service is the verb and the servant is the, the noun, right? So, if you are a servant, it means you serve. Hallelujah. And everybody here is a servant of God. And as a servant of God, you must serve the interest of your master. So, anyone who is a servant serves the interest of his or her master. And if God is your master and you are a servant of God, then you must learn to serve the interest of God. And what is the interest of God? It's about his kingdom and his righteousness. If you are clapping, you can clap very well. It means if you are a servant of God and you are serving his kingdom, you must be his kingdom promoter. Kingdom promoter. Kingdom promoter. Kingdom servant. Serving the Lord. But I'm so sad to say that a lot of Christians today have become Sunday church goers. Sunday. Sunday. May I not call them goers. I call them customers. Sunday customers. You only see them on Sunday. The rest of the days, forget. You will not see them until you Sunday comes again and you see them. You are not serving God. You are not serving God. You are not serving God. You are not serving God if you only show up every Sunday. You are not serving God. You are serving God out of your own convenience. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen. To be a servant means to serve the interest of your master. To serve the interest of the one who has called you. And I want to announce to somebody that the God who we are serving is a rewarder of them that diligently serve him. And very, very 
Yesu, I'm going to talk about some of the rewards of service. And after this sermon, oh, I, will, I, I challenge you to go out there and begin to serve God better than you are doing now. I wrote something I want to just read for you to understand. Serving God is very important because whatever the case, you will definitely serve something. What are you serving? Say, ask yourself, what are you serving? You are serving something. What are you serving? Hallelujah. When God offers you the chance to serve him, he's offering you a chance to escape serving your enemy. Oh, oh, oh. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Oh, say again, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Serving God offers you the chance to, to escape serving your what? Your enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's read the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47. Do you understand what the word of God is saying? Let's read. One, two. Twenty-eight, uh, forty-eight. Someone said, "God forbid, I will not serve my enemies." So you see, you see, because you did not serve the Lord your God with gladness and with joyfulness of heart, you are you 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 will serve your enemies. Serve your enemies. Do you know where are your enemies? Do you know where are your enemies? You don't know where are your enemies. As you say it, do you know your enemies? Wow. Sickness is an enemy. Poverty is an enemy. Hardship is an enemy. These are your enemies. And the Bible says, because you are not serving the Lord your God, you shall serve your enemies. I pray that you will not serve your enemies. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In hunger, in thirst, nakedness, and in need of everything. Yes, 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 yes. When you are serving your enemies, you, 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 you have so much in need of everything. That means that there's lack. Lack. Lack at the highest level because you are not serving God. You are serving lack. And he will put a yoke. So you see, that's it. Because you are not serving God, there's a yoke. There's a yoke. There's a yoke. There's a yoke, there's a yoke on your neck. There's a yoke on your neck because you have refused to serve God. Because when you are serving God, the Bible says he takes the yoke and he gives you his. You know that you know the yoke of God is light. The Bible says my yoke is light. So when you serve God, you exchange your yoke with his yoke. His yoke that is light is to come to church, is to do something for God, is to evangelize, is to win souls. That's a light yoke. But that one you don't want it. You want the heavy one. The one that you shall serve your enemies with it. And the Bible says, until he has destroyed.
destroy you. A lot of people today, Satan is destroying them because they have refused to serve God. They have refused to serve God. They have refused to serve God. They are not serving God. They are serving themselves. The Bible says in the last days, perilous times shall come. Therefore, men shall be lovers of themselves. Men, will, men, men want to serve themselves than serving God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. amen. Joshua made a statement and that statement is so true today. He said, time is going to come that God is going to make a clear distinction of those who are serving God and those who are serving him not. And we are in that time. We are in that time. God is going to make a clear distinction of those who are serving him and those who are not serving him. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be so clear. And I shall see I shall see Glory be to God. Let's go to Exodus. Let me go to my message. Prophet Abito of Service. 23 verses 25. The profitability of service. Let's read together. One, two. And he will what? In other words, serving God is a call unto God's blessing. Abraham blessings am I. Abraham blessings am I. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Please stop the confession and start acting. If it's only by confession, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You should have been blessed a long time ago. That's what to do. shall serve the Lord thy God and he will bless your bread and he will bless your water. Oh my God, I pray that the Lord will bless somebody water here. Amen. The Lord will bless your bread. Amen. What does it mean by God blessing your bread? God blessing your water. You must understand that even the water we are drinking now is contaminated. Even this thing called Vortic you are drinking and those things, those pure water, such water, if they tell you how did they do it, eh? if you go and visit the, 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 the factory, eh? you won't drink again. And the chemical they'll put inside that affects your internal organs. Like you won't drink them. But thanks be to God that those that serve God, the Bible says, when you take the water, God blesses the water. Amen. May God bless your water. Amen. I say, may God bless your water. Amen. And when your water is blessed, it means that sickness cannot attack you. <laughs> After the bread, you say bread in there. Junk food. <laughs> Listen, 
if you are going to go by what these people are saying and this food scientist eh, and all that we have to eat is contumbri. <laughs> Don't need to eat anything else again. <laughs> because I will see uh, a bro and yet and we start statue, way room, way room, carbohydrate, way, 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 way. And you know very well that in this part of the world that me and you we are born into, carbohydrate is our main food. Hallelujah. Amen. But thanks be to God that because we are serving God, when we take it and we are going to eat, God blesses it for us. The Lord bless your bread for you. The Lord bless your bread for you. Now we watch it. Now we turn. We don't have to watch it. We don't have to watch it. We don't have to watch it. In this last days, I don't know. Oh, listen, listen, people don't do this. Listen, listen, listen. In this last days, eh, 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 Obia a consulting in every medium to make money. Sometimes you, you can't even see, you just go and buy like that. But thanks be to God for this provision. He said He will bless our bread. May God bless your bread. I said, May God bless your bread. Because you are serving the Lord. When the Lord Blesses your bread and your water. It means that you will not lack bread. You will not lack water. Amen. Now let's go to the second profitability. Profit. I will what? Take what? Take what? Away from what? Uh-huh. Hey, church. <laughs> It's not good to be sick. Have you ever been sick before? I'm not talking about the malaria kind of sickness. The one that you can see that you are on the verge of death. Or even the, the, the malaria one, not the one that Utika Krao, you know, the one that Utimi say, It's not good to be sick. But the Bible says, because you are serving the Lord thy God, he will take sickness away from you. It, it, listen, 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 listen. It is very, very possible that this 120 years, 100 years, 80 years God has given you, you will not be sick one day. Yeah. It's possible. Oh, yeah, amen. I say it is possible. I say it is possible. Because the word of God cannot be broken. Once you are serving God, once you are doing something for his kingdom, God will take sickness from your midst. And in this world, that there are plenty of sicknesses. Plenty of them! Released by the devil to cut short our lives. But thank God for the covenant that says you will serve God he will take sickness away from thee. So if you are here and you don't want to be sick, God has given you the way out. Start serving God. Your amen is weak. Your amen is I said, start serving God. When I say start serving God, I'm not saying just come to church only Sunday. You can do more than that. You can do more than that. Hope you have been blessed by this wonderful ministration. For more inquiries, contact us through this numbers 0240 388 
0574-846-111. Join us to become greater, bigger, and better. Greater House Chapel International, where champions are being raised for global and generational impact.